At American University, we don't just hope for change, we create it. We don't just dream of a better world, we make it a reality. With a graduate degree from AU, you'll access expert faculty and connections throughout DC to develop skills and experience to turn your passion into purpose. And that purpose can make all the difference in your career. Discover the difference a degree makes at American.edu slash grad school.
everybody. Welcome to Gay XYZ. It is your hosts, Donovan and Jason. How are you tonight, Jason? Jason. Jason. <laughs> I don't think Jason's there anymore. <laughs> Hi, I'm here. Oh, hey. What's up? I'm here. <laughs> How are you today? I'm I'm fucking pissed off right now. Why? Because of your internet connection? Hello? Yes. It's um, pissing me off. I'm sorry. Uh, Jason's had some issues with his internet connection lately, especially whenever we do the show, and I think it's his internet provider. I'm not sure, but... Sorry about that. Hopefully you get it fixed. I don't know. It's pissing me off. I'm running out of options, and I don't know what to do. What do you mean options for what? For internet providers or for what? They do. They only deal with like two over here. and don't want to go to the other one, so. What's wrong with Spectrum? I have Spectrum. I never have any so, problems with Spectrum. Oh. Spectrum's great. But anyway. Uh, anyway, welcome well, to the show. They don't take Spectrum of where I live. Oh, they don't. Okay. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, welcome to the show, everybody. It is Tuesday, Thursday, actually, April twenty seventh. It's ten twenty p.m. and uh, we started late tonight because I need to start at ten. And of course, Jason had some technical difficulties. So, if you happen to be listening live, which nobody ever does, but if you want to call in, the number is two one four three seven seven zero four eight one. You can Skype us in to us actually at uh, Off Limits Show if you want to Skype us on Off Limits Show. You can follow us on Twitter uh, at Off Limits. Excuse me at um, GayXYZ show, and you can also follow us on Facebook at GayXYZ show. And also, of course, go to GayXYZ.com. Um, so there's lots of things happening this week and happened in the past uh, week or so in the world. And one of the things I wanted to talk about was um, the fact that we now have in this world, uh, in Chechnya, uh, gay concentration camps. And this is one of the things I was most afraid of because of Trump and his ascension to power in this country. And he sort of leads the way in the world, you know, in terms of what other people in the world or other countries take lead. And so if Trump's administration and Trump himself, to some degree, belittle and degrade gay people, then other countries like these little nowhere countries like Chechnya and other countries near Russia and whatever, uh, I think it makes it okay to do what they're doing now. The same thing that was done to the Jews in Nazi Germany, they're doing, not trying, but doing to gay men primarily in Chechnya. So I find it to be abhorrent and scary and frightening that this is going on, and no one in the world is doing anything about it. Now, I have to say, though, that's been the same kind of thing has been happening in Somalia and in uh, um, other countries around the world. Uh, but nothing's been done about them either. So gay men uh, are no better than Africans in Africa or whatever, but both these people have issues, and other countries are killing people because of who they are. So what do you think about that, Jason? <laughs> what do you think about all this? I mean, it's a fucked-up situation, by all means. But don't you think it's a bad but, thing? Yeah. What was that? Don't you think it's a bad thing that's happening? I mean, it's a bad precedent for what they're setting in this. Uh, basically, you're saying it's okay. No, no, no that's what I said. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. It, it's a it's a fucked up situation. Yeah, it is. And it's really scary because, I mean, people say, oh, well, that would never happen in America. But I think it could, especially with someone like Trump in office and people who run this country right now um, who absolutely abhor gay people. 
<clears throat> and um, I think it's per- perfectly possible, which is why I got a gun license and all that stuff, because I swear to God, if somebody tries to drag me out of this place, I'm going to fucking fuck them up with my gun. Anyway, that's just me, though, with my Sig Sauer, uh, which is a German gun, by the way, ironically. Anyway, um, so if you... I mean, I think it's really sad, and I think that people are actually, um, you know, being killed, and gays are just fleeing the country, of course, because they don't want to get murdered in concentration camps, and um, people just say it's okay. I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm upset the fact that no one says, you know, it's not a big deal to anybody. It seems like nobody really gives a fuck. Um, you know, nobody gives a fuck. It's like, oh well, you know, gays are getting murdered in Chechnya, Chechnya but who the fuck cares? We're just gay people. Or blacks are getting murdered in Somalia, but who the fuck cares? They're just black people. The two pe- sets of groups in the world, in my opinion, that are the least uh, important to people who, who are racist or homophobic or whatever, of course, are gays and black people. So gays and black people, the bottom of the totem pole in the world stage in terms of giving a fuck. And apparently that is being proven true by places like Somalia and Chechnya, and people aren't giving a fucking shit about it. Major countries, USSA, I mean, USA, y- the UK... Uh, Spain, France, all these other countries aren't doing a fucking thing about it. It's just going by the wayside. So I just find it very, very frightening and a bad precedent it's setting for the world is what I'm trying to say, and I think it's scary. So I just wanted to see what you thought. Anyway, um, did you want to talk about your... Uh, we talked about a few weeks ago, if you guys remember, if you listened to the show, we talked about the fact that I have turned vegetarian, and I've been vegetarian for about, I don't know, six weeks or something like that, something like that. <clears throat> and maybe two months, I'm not sure. Anyway, I'm still a vegetarian. And um, I talked to Jason about it on the show, and he was interested in what I was going to eat. And I told him about some things he could eat. And so he said he would try for one day to be vegetarian. So we're going to find out tonight exactly what happened on his day <laughs> of vegetarianism. So what happened, Jason? So, um, when we had our show after that, I decided to go to, um, the store and I was like, you know what, um, you want me to try what Morningstar Farms? Is that the name? Morningstar, yeah. yeah. Morningstar Farms. Huh? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I tried Morningstar Farms. I was like, you know what? I'm going to start off with like the, the burgers and the uh chicken nuggets i was like, i want to start off small you know what i mean yeah so i got the burgers came you know put lettuce on it and mayo you know i was trying to make it you know because i was what it was going to taste like so i was like i was trying to dress it up with all this, all this other stuff so i was just like okay we'll put this on here that on here this on here that on here bit into it and was like Oh my god, this burger is delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting that. I was not expecting. That. Yeah. It was good. Mm-hmm. It is good. Yes. So, once I had once I cooked one and I ate that one as well. And then I went back to the store a few days later and bought like the bean enchil- uh, enchiladas or I think they're enchiladas or tacos or something like yeah. that. Yeah. And I bought that too and they were delicious as well. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I have committed myself that on Sundays mm-hmm. I will become a vegetarian for a day. Oh wow! Just starting off. Well, that's cool. You don't have to be a vegetarian. I just wanted to see what you do. Yeah. <laughs> well, one day. Well I, well, I. Well, I mean, it's pretty. I mean, it's pretty good, and it's healthy and everything. So I was like, I wouldn't mind doing it for a day. Now I can't cold shoulder that shit. I can't do that. <laughs> but um, you know, I could do it for it. I could do. I could do one day. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, it's not bad. And people, I mean, yeah, and the food's pretty good. I mean, it just depends on. That's all like stuff you get in the store. But even if you can make your own stuff too, and it's it's just as good. It's really delicious. But um, and also, I've I've literally went cold turkey, and I don't miss meat at all personally. So go ahead. No, I just saying it was delicious, and I mean, I have some stuff in the freezer as we speak. So shout out to Morningstar Farms. Yes, they are the best. They are the best. By the way, anybody who's listening who is a vegetarian yes. or a vegan or whatever who wants to eat non meat products, um, there's a uh, there's a, a brand called Beyond Meat, and they have in bags um, like grilled chicken and. Um and ground beef and like spicy beef and all kinds of stuff and it, it tastes exactly like beef and it tastes exactly like chicken it's amazing and they make it from actual um uh cellular like whatever plant material or whatever I don't know but anyway it's like biological but it's really good it's delicious so try that out too if you're interested and by the way we went to Earth Day Earth Day was last weekend last Saturday and um me and my husband and a couple friends went to Earth Day. And uh, at Fair Park, they had this event there. And it was like all these booths and stuff and uh, about saving the earth and all that kind of crap. Anyway, <laughs> because it was Earth Day. And so um, it was really weird, first of all, to go there. And there was like, it was like a ghost town, hardly. There was hardly anybody there. And like, you go in the fair. Have you been to the fair? You've been to the fair, right? Of course I have. Okay. It was like a big delay. Anyway, um, so you've been to the fair, and it's um, packed when you go to the fair, of course. It, and there's like booths everywhere, people everywhere, whatever. This is like completely the opposite. There's like nobody there. There's a few booths, but that's it. And then they have like these events. They have these tiny homes and stuff, and they have these, uh, I don't know, they had tons of shit there. It was cool. We ended up buying these two bamboo pillows, which are so fucking comfortable. It's amazing. Oh, my God. For our bed, it's like your head just like they have memory foam in them, but they're made from bamboo and they breathe and they don't get hot. And they, oh my god! And they're normally ninety nine dollars each, and we got ours for twenty five dollars a piece. So they were awesome, two king size pillows. Um, by the way, that's when I recommend those. They're fucking awesome. But anyway, um, we had uh, what, what, what my point was. I forgot my point. <laughs> but anyway, we went around. Oh yeah, we went with these tiny homes and stuff. And these tiny homes. I mean, I'm sure you've seen those shows where they have the tiny houses, right? Those fucking things, okay, there were like uh, 20 of them or something. And they're like, you know, some are like $20,000, some are like $80,000, depends. But they're all fucking tiny. They're all under like 400 square feet or 500 or something like that. And some of them are like fucking trailers, which I don't, I'm like, why would I live in a fucking trailer? And secondly, the other ones were like just little fucking, I don't know, little fucking treehouse shit. I mean, I was like, there's no fucking way I could ever live in a tiny house. I need too much space and privacy. And I just could, could not. Even with one other person, I would drive, me, drive myself fucking nuts. I could. Could you really? Oh, my God. No. <laughs> yeah, well, not the tiny ones. Like, they have some on wheels. Now, the ones on wheels, if they move around, I won't want them. But they did have some that were uh, stationary. Yeah. Where it's, like, built, like, on a foundation. Mm -hmm. And there was one that I saw online a few months ago that was, like, 500 and maybe 550 square feet. Mm -hmm. And it, it was stationary. And then it, it looked really nice. It was, like, I think it was made by, like, or something like that, or or, something. but it like can't understand. Still, you, I mean, it was I'm like sorry. nice. I'm gonna piss you off, but I can't understand you. 
sorry. You heard I heard you say it was like five hundred square feet or something. It was nice. That's all I heard. Everything else was kind of garbled. No, I, no, and I was saying it also had stainless steel appliances and all that good stuff. Okay, yeah, yeah. There were there were some nice ones. I mean, in terms of like appointments and stuff that they had inside, they were they were nice enough. I mean, it was something weren't that nice. It just there was no space. And and anyway, our friend Kathy, who uh, lives here, she just moved here a year ago. Um, wants to buy one, buy a tiny house. She wants me to design the house for her and then put it, like you said, stationary on land. The thing is, you have to find a place, a tiny home community, first of all, or you can buy your own land and put it on there, but you can't just put it anywhere. There's like restrictions by the cities. Like you have to build a house that's at least this big. Most places, like Dallas especially, it has to be at least like 1,500 square feet if it's like half an acre or whatever it is. So so she has to move out way out the fucking country or find a tiny house community in order to, to live there. But anyway, she wants one that's like 500 square feet and like 50,000 bucks or something like that. And to just live with it, her and her dogs, so <laughs> and her cat. So I mean, some people are into it. I just I don't think it's. I just no. I just I'm too high maintenance for that. Sorry, <laughs> just could not do that at all. No. Anyway, um, plus I mean, it's oh god, I'd be so claustrophobic. I mean, no, I just no. There's no way I couldn't do it. Anyway, well, uh, you're used to a lot of space, so I mean, you could probably do it. But I mean, people who no. live in apartments or. Well, I, I lived in apartments. I have in my lived 20s. in apartment for most of their life. They could probably do it. I lived in apartments in my youth, and then uh, we didn't get houses until I was a teenager. And then, of course, when I moved out on my own, I was eighteen. I got after the dorms at SMU. After that, nineteen actually, I uh, I moved in my apartment. I was in apartments until I bought my house. So I know what it's like to live in apartments. And the biggest apart, the smallest apartment I have is like six hundred square feet, and. That was okay. I mean, that's truthfully that was all right. It was just for one person, so I guess that's not so bad. But I just that's you know that's not that's true. Six hundred square feet's doable for one person. But if you're going to share, if you're married, no, no. The actual rule of thumb is to be comfortable, and we learned this in, in you know a long time ago in design school, is for one person to be comfortable. The most comfortable the space they need is at least eight hundred square feet a person. So eight hundred square feet a person means minimum sixteen hundred square foot house for two people to share. So, two people. Well, a lot of people. Well, there's some people who can't afford that. I'm not saying that them people can't afford it. I'm saying what's ideal. I'm saying ideal. So it would drive me fucking crazy being in a 600 square foot place with two people and two dogs and a cat. No, thank you. Plus, my mother, who I built, I told you I built a mother-in-law suite for at my house. So it's like no way. So it wouldn't be. It's not practical for me personally. But I'm saying for some people like my friend Kathy or you or whoever, you know, that's cool because you guys are single and, you know, whatever. But, I mean, if you were married and had kids or something like that, that would just be impractical. But there there were some of them, though, people had four people on one fucking 400-square-foot thing and two kids and two parents. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And, and like, four dogs. I'm like, you're fucking kidding me. How? But, anyway, it just, it just – It happens, though. I mean, I mean, some people can just do that to where – I mean, if you live in like New York City, New York City, where you have tiny, tiny, tiny apartments, like two, three, yeah, four hundred square feet, a tiny house isn't shit to them. That's but, true. You know, if you're used to having space and then downgrading, it's you know it's maybe hard. a it's bit hard. of a problem. It is. It is. It's difficult. It's very difficult. But anyway, uh, anyway, moving on. So um, I read this article on uh, Queerty or something. Uh, I think I can't. I think it was on Queerty, and it was about. Um, how there are, you know, certain bars and 
and uh, places in uh, New York and all over the city, all over the country, I mean, in L.A., New York, whatever, that discriminate against black people or people of color in general. And um, did you read this article? Hello? Oh, my God, this is impossible. Hello? Um. Hello? I can hear you. Okay, what did I say then? <laughs> no, you said something about you read an reading article this is about. Not gonna this is uh, not working. We cannot do this show. I'm sorry, it's just not working. <laughs> we can't because this was like last time. It just I can't talk and you can't hear me and I can't understand you. It's just bad. So we probably should just end the show because this is bad. Let me let me close the show off. Hold on a second. Sorry guys, we'll be back next week. Hopefully, we'll get the situation repaired by then. Bye. The Jeep Celebration event is here, which means great deals on the SUVs built to stand the test of time are waiting. Hurry in before time runs out. Right now, during 10 days to deal, financing at $5,250 total cash allowance on the purchase of a 2019 Jeep Renegade Latitude. Hurry to the Jeep Celebration event today. Financing for well-qualified buyers through Chrysler Capital. Not all buyers will qualify. Residency restrictions apply. Take delivery from dealer stock by 318-2020. Jeep is a registered trademark. The Jeep Celebration event is here, which means great deals on the SUVs built to stand the test of time are waiting. Hurry in before time runs out. FCA vehicle owners financing at $4,750 total cash allowance on select 2020 Grand Cherokee Laredo 4x4 models and dealer stock the longest. On oldest 20% inventory of 2020 Grand Cherokee Laredo models as of 3-3-2020 in dealer stock. Current vehicle must be registered for 30 days. Financing for well-qualified buyers through Chrysler Capital. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery by 3-31-2020. Jeep is a registered trademark.